You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. All right, welcome to the Drawing Board Podcast. This is your founder and host, Andre Ebron. You know how delighted I am to be doing life with you today. It is always exciting to be among great and emerging leaders, people who have a, a great appreciation for arts and culture, people who are uh, very cerebral and meta in their thinking, people who are preparing to take life on, not just as it comes, but declaring and decreeing how it will be, people who walk by faith, not by sight, people who are committed and dedicated to exercising service and generosity in, in all of their social impact work, people who are committed to being great fathers, great mothers, aunties, uncles. My, my niece gave me a new nickname. She calls me Uncle Church. So for those who are, are being great family members, I welcome you tonight. Now, here's what I'm committed to. I am committed to creating an experience that will transform the world. I want to hear from you. I need your feedback. If you have been a faithful follower of the Drawing Board podcast, or if you're tuning in for the first time tonight, I want your feedback. We are past 100 shows. I mean, you know, my my co-host tonight, he and I have just had birthdays last week. So we have now a week's worth of additional sage wisdom that you're going <laughs> to that you're going to hear tonight. But I always want to tell you this. Our central goal as your lifestyle podcast is there to inspire, motivate and provide the necessary information for you to make the transformation so that you can become who God has destined you to be. So whether that's on your job, whether that's uh, as an entrepreneur, whether that's as a family person, whether that is just within your in yourself. If you say, well, listen, I, I'm not leading a family. If you are leading yourself, you are that family of one. And several other people are dependent upon the decisions that you make. I was listening to T.D. Jakes before I bring our host on. Uh, I wanted to kind of just frame it from this way. Do you know that there is an older person on the inside of you right now? hoping and praying that you make good decisions. Yeah, let that ponder that. Think about that for a second. Uh, the last time our host was on, he was talking about there's a bigger picture. And so sometimes you can be so focused on the present, so immersed in what happened in the past, uh, sometimes so concerned about what's happening in the future that you forget to acknowledge the moment of now. I know you think that the present and now uh, can be synonymous, but I'm talking about this very moment, the power that exists in this moment, the promise that exists in this moment, the potential that exists within this moment, and the possibilities that exist in this very moment. I want you to go to the drawing board. So tonight I get to welcome again my brother and friend, no stranger to the drawing board podcast. Listen, some call him a virtuoso, uh, call him, some may call him a savant, you so, uh, so gifted that he's just uh, a genius in his own right. When I see, I always have this question. We, we can, I, I can't wait till we can narrow this down. If we can figure out the algorithm of between brush strokes, listen, we have struck gold. But I want to welcome to the show tonight my brother and friend, Fresh Laundry, also known as Theopolis Smith the Third. You see how I phrase that, brother? <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> yes, sir. So, man, welcome to the show. Again, uh, man, so much has happened, man, since we were on here last time. I was actually oh, yes, in Fort Wayne. 
I was yes. with, I was in Fort Wayne, had a chance to chop it up and kick it. Um, yes. You know, uh, man, the clothing line uh, with it dropped, um, bruh. Listen, oh, bet, oh, oh. Listen, hey. when when fresh laundry <laughs> becomes laundry, right? Right. Yes, sir. So that's a, that's a big statement. <laughs> oh, bro, listen, when I, when it dropped, uh, and I'm sure you you'll get into it, but there were so many people excited that you were uh, merchandising again. Uh, we yes. had one of your homegirls out of the ATL. Uh, she yes. ordered, you know, and her package arrived. And here's the good news, Theo, is that we still have some merchandise available. Uh, very few left, but okay. we still have some available. So listen, okay. come through, go to the drawingboardnation.com forward slash shop, and you can order yours today. But Theo, man, help help me segue into like what is tonight going to be all about? Because last week, I mean, last time it was on fire, bruh, like challenging us to think about that there is a bigger picture and that everything that we're doing, it leads up to something greater. So we go from a bigger picture to what, what we're rapping about tonight. Tonight, man, I'm going to just shoot from the hip. It's going to be finding your rhythm. So, of course, once you have this kind of clear vision or some kind of perspective of who you are and where you're going to be going to, but once you get into that, what does it look like to put in those pieces of the puzzle where you're finding new things about yourself and witty ideas and new understanding and new exploration? How do you put this thing together? How do you go on this journey? So I'm going to dive into that tonight while talking about art as well, too, and how it's going to benefit everybody. So whatever your passion is, whatever your creativity is, whatever your outlet is, this would be a clear understanding of some different kind of things that you could put into your 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 rhythm of things, your your way of thinking, your way of doing, the way of uh, of you know processing and making things successful. So definitely want to dive into that. Oh, that's excellent because we all can be honest that we had to find a new rhythm uh, for tw- you know beyond the challenges of twenty twenty. Oh yeah, definitely, uh, you definitely. know, yes, sir. I think that twenty twenty may have interrupted some of our circadian rhythm, you know, yes. uh, made, yes. made some complications, uh, you know, some heart changes. And I don't mean that just in a physical sense, but I mm-hmm. think that we've had to investigate the motives of our heart uh, based upon having to shift the perspective of, of our mindset, as well as the objective of our goals. Um, and I was just talking to my, my daughter prior to jumping on here. And we were just talking, we were talking about uh, just some life things, and about challenges specifically. Uh, and especially mm-hmm. when you talk about finding your rhythm, it's about being able to, you know, I, I love to dance, Theo. And so when I find myself on an offbeat, a spin move always brings me right back to the one. <laughs> love it. You know, love it. right? Love it. And so uh, some of us are having to pivot uh, to get back on beat. Some of us are having to find our rhythm in between the beat. But uh, what, I, what we were talking about is when it comes to challenges, we have two choices. And she and I were talking about it. And I said, you can either acknowledge and overcome or you can try to ignore and avoid. And so those are your two challenges today. And here's the question that you have to ask yourself, because all of us have a default. We all have a default. I mean, before I got my before I was more graceful, I was always very blunt. So I was always the acknowledge and overcome person like, no, let's deal with the head on. Let's have this conversation, you know, and, you know, it will be what it is. Let's let's talk. Uh, And then some people who are not comfortable with conflict will defer to their ignore and avoid. And we know that ignoring and avoiding doesn't uh, bring the peace. 
It doesn't. And actually, I think it's, it's kind of like a way to kind of mute it. Cause like, of course, I think people have the good intentions to, to come to a certain level or bounce or like that. Cause I'm, I mean, I, I was that person as well too, where it's just like, okay, I'm going to just let things be. Hopefully it'll just roll over, play out. No. And it doesn't go away. It doesn't, it doesn't, you know, magically disappear because you stop putting into a place or direction of, of, of solving or resolving. It, it's it's going to be there regardless. So I, I understand that totally. Absolutely. So the man, listen, uh, we, we are, we are sitting right before the easel, uh, awaiting, uh, the lesson that you will bring us tonight, man. All cool. right, go ahead and shoot from the hip, brother. Cool. Cool. So finding your rhythm, right? Um, I'm going to start because of course, 2020 has been one of these times where we have all seen things. We have all been through things. I mean, everything from, you know, figuring out what this virus is, how does it help us? How does it not help us? How does it hinder us? Um, I mean, going from, you know, moving around freely, hugging people, touching people, um, loving people and being around people to this confinement, to to just being among yourself, not touching people, not interacting with people. Um, hey, not being in your same work environment, not in your same workspace. Um, of course, you've seen everything from from new things that's on TV. What does that look like to unfold? And um, what does it look like for your life? 2020 is presented potentially obstacles or oppositions. Um, but then on the other hand, what has it presented in these quiet times? Have you took the time to actually sit down and figure out like, hey, I'm in the season right now. Um, everything is at a standstill. What have I accomplished this year? And um, I think that was actually one of my posts actually recently. What have you accomplished this year? And I just want to hear some good things, some good vibes and figure out what people have done this year that they found their rhythm in. So I pick up the word rhythm is because, you know, I think about the, as a drummer, you know, a drummer, percussions, he holds all things together. He holds tempos, he holds schedule, he holds habits. He holds unique understandings of how to go through life and pick up new things and elements. So whether it be from just like the baseline to the drum snare, to the, to the hi-hat, and then incorporate all these sounds to get to a point where what's the rhythm to make a, a skillful noise. I try to relate that to life as well too. And actually, of course, with me being the artist, um, you know, they go hand in hand. So just as rhythm is with music and being creative in that right, I try to compare that to my life as well as art. So I'm going to just tell you a quick story. The beginning of this year, I was um, at work. Um, of course, my background is in financing and being at work. Um, I, of course, people know me as being the artist. Can't escape it. That's what I do. That's my purpose. So I would go through every day from the past six years and every day I would create stuff. And I would get frustrated. And I'm like, man, I don't want to be here at work. I don't want to do this. I'd rather be somewhere painting and being engaged. And, and it has this place, right? It has a rhythm. But what does that look like, you know, to actually do it from a nine to five standpoint? I don't know what that looks like. So skip it. I'll never understand it. It's not my rhythm. It's not my habit. It's not my structure. It's not my my sound, if you will. I would go to work and I would, um, you know, go to work, talk to people. Then on my lunches, I would have all these ideas, our clients and everything like that. And I would just like, okay, here's my chance, my rhythm. I would paint. I would either connect with people or paint, make intricate portraits, intricate things, and would get paid and, you know, rewarded and handsomely rewarded for that. And again, come back to work, man, come back to work. I have to wash my hands and make sure I got the paint on me and then ready to shake the next person saying, hey, how are you? I'm Mr. Smith. How can I assist you? In the back of my mind, still residue of my rhythm or my habit or my understanding of what I could potentially do. So 
going from that symbol to over and over again throughout my journey, trying to pick up the pieces to the puzzle of figuring out, okay, I have understanding here and I can do stuff here. This is a dope sound. How can I involve this rhythm into my habits to make a bigger sound? And so I would go for bouts. And every day, I mean, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm seeing how my nine to five purpose can be involved in engulfed into my everyday purpose as far as my habits or my new things I'm discovering about my art. Over and over, though, I would get frustrated, be like, man, this is not what I want to do. I can't do this right now. And then let's go fast forward. I would um, have big strides. I would have big sounds, big sounds, big habits where my art would outshine or out reward my my nine to five. Not to say that's not necessary. It is needed. But I would literally have moments where, you know, big names would come and reach out to me or I would do a project where I'm like doing stuff for like Universal Studio or for for Marvel or random things like that where it would come into fruition. And then I'm like, wow, I've done it. I hit a big sound, but it's not the habit. So back to work I go. In those times, I wish, looking back over it this year, that I would be in tune more with far as my habits of how that was set up for me now. The thing is, in the moments where you feel like that you could be doing purpose elsewhere, is the best times for you to articulate or figure out what can I do now that everything that's around me now absorbs that I can make a better, a greater impact, a greater sound, a greater boom for the longer run. So with me, like I said, my background is in financing. How can I incorporate financing in everything that I do? Well, of course, you need money to survive. You need to learn how to save. You need to learn how to budget. Then also, too, being able to be able to relate to customers, what they like, what they don't like, and to incorporate that into my purpose. So fast forward some more. I'm going to just go to this year. So the beginning of actually last year, I'll start with there. I got into a big car accident. Never been in a car accident in all my 30-something years. And actually speaking of 30-something years, I just turned 39. So I'm still trying to adjust in mindset that I'm going to be 40 next year. Pray for me. We'll get to that. <laughs> but I got into a car accident and, you know, a deer jumped out in front of me, boom, hit my car. And I was like, okay, this could have been my life. And that was kind of like, then like, okay, let's let's take into consideration of how this played out and what I could have done differently or what I could have been prepared for. Then a second car accident where a pedestrian hit me and I'm like, okay, is, is this trying to, is this trying to take me out? Is, is there a purpose for me? Is this it? Have I done my last breath stroke? And that's it. Fast forward some more. Um, the beginning of the new year, I'm thinking like, Ooh, it's great. I'm just like everybody else. 2020, this year, it's the vision. You know, we're going to go, we're going to see, we're going to do, we're going to conquer it. I did that though, but it's not the way I expected. Cause I had to find my rhythm first. So finding a rhythm will take intricate times where you're figuring out who you are as a person, how you execute things, what you do and what you don't do and have to have to be real with yourself. My missing opponent was not being real with myself, but accepting my challenges. So before we got on the show here, we were talking about um, embracing habits and, and what you do to take care of conflict. I'm a peacemaker by nature. And then I know how to challenge things where it needs to be head on. Boom, we got to take care of it right now. We need to do it in a healthy manner to help us in the long run. I did not know how to do that. So I don't know why I even said that, but um, it helps me to be the person I am today. It helps me to stop, think what I can do and what I can't do and what I should do. And um, I'm always, you know, 
finding that rhythm of how that works for my life. So fast forward some more. Beginning of the new year. Great habits. Um, new vision. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. And then it was approached to my desk that, hey, Mr. Smith, um, you along with some other people are going to let you go. Um, you've done nothing wrong. You do great work. We admire you. We, we appreciate what you're doing. And um, have a good life. So service package and have a good life. The next week after that, pandemic happened. So you mean to tell me that I currently don't have a job and then the pandemic happens. Anybody in their right mind will potentially freak out. This has been the most rewarding, um, healthy, I guess, conflict, if you will, or a blessing in disguise situation that I've been a part of because guess what? My prior rhythms. I got down to a science where I was able to paint on my lunches. Actually, let me tell you my whole routine. I would get up in the mornings, brush my daughter's hair, get her dressed, take her off to my mom's house. From there, I would go to work, talk to people at work, do my work. On my lunches, I would paint full-fledged pictures, get paid for that, go back to work, talk to people, make sure, of course, I don't paint on my hands or my suit because I was looking fresh, pun intended. And I would, you know, do my job as normal, get back home, cook dinner for my family, paint all night, get back in the morning, do everything again. This was my rhythm. This was my habits. This was my routine. And I would incorporate small, intricate moments in there where I would talk to other people, paint, do more work, paint, do other things, paint, to the point where I had to dance with science. But then when this new opposition presented to me that saying, hey, you don't have a job anymore, I honestly was not afraid. I didn't flinch. I was actually relieved because I got to the point where the paintings and everything that I found my rhythm doing, it was my everyday life now. And it got to the point that if I was to do any other thing or to take one anymore, I couldn't do the rest of the rhythm. And so when they said, I, you know, hey, we're going to let you go, I was like, holy crap, thank God. So now I can really focus on the rest of the rhythm, make louder sounds, make louder beats. And so I would literally set up where I would paint. Um, my, my wife was it's, it's still so dope because she said, hey, let's create some order to this now. So she's fine sharpening, resharpening my um, my habits and my 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 everything I've done as an artist. So I will come home, sketch and do everything. Oh, excuse me. Let's go back. Let's rewind. The day they let me go, I had five projects to do. I told my wife, I said, hey, I'm going to um, be home as my, 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 my normal routine and habits, but I'm going to take care of some other stuff first. Five different projects turn into like, wow, what can I do now? And so I challenged myself every day. I did not flinch. I did not miss a beat. I had not missed a beat all this year since the time that I was let go. And with that, the blessing of that was I'm discovering new habits and new forms of way of doing things. So, um, and this translates to any person that you have to be careful what you say and what you do because it will happen. And so with me, I was like, man, I don't want to be at this job. I got, I got, I got bigger things to do. I rather, I rather do my purpose than do this. It's a setup. Be careful with what you say, because it will happen, and you have to rise to the occasion, or you know, be soft like pasta. So for me, I rose to the occasion. I literally found my rhythm. I found my habits, and I did that before I had the nine to five. So go from there. Um, you know, got my rhythm, got everything going. It's like now I'm finding a purpose to myself. 
I'm writing out stuff. I'm writing a vision and making a plane. I'm figuring out what, what can I do to make this, um, this rhythm seamless and adding new incorporations into the element. The thing is you have to be real with yourself that you don't have it all together. And guess what? You have to be okay with that. You have to be patient with yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to take the time that's saying, Hey, I don't have it all together, but I do have a destination. I do have some new rhythms I want to try. And I do have some new things that I want to conquer or some new things um, to even fail in. Wow. Failure. What if I told you that failure is okay? What if I told you that failure is okay to fall forward? I know for myself, falling forward is the best decision that you can ever do. Giving yourself the grace enough to saying, hey, I may not hit my target, but there's a destination. There's an end in mind. And with that, all this year, I, I go in with, I see past my right nows. I see past my nows and there's a destination. I have new rhythms and I have new ways of thinking and I can do it. I will do it. I will try to do it. I will fail. I will get up. I will repeat. I will get up. I will do it. I will fail. I will try again, repeat and keep going over and over and over until you get to a rhythm where it's like, hey, you ain't got no excuse. Like excuse, excusing yourself is failure, I think. And so these rhythms and these these trains of thoughts, you have to put into mind frame that, hey, I can try new things and it's okay. And so what I would do is I would challenge myself kind of like each phase of my life. I would find rhythms from my past and try to redo it again to see if it, if it worked in that season. That makes sense. And so what I did was when I first even started doing art, I did not always do art. When I was comfortable saying this is what I want to do, I would literally uh, write notes to myself. On my bed, I would place notes and say, hey, you can't go to bed like this. I would write notes and say, hey, you have to be better than this. I would write notes and say, hey, you deserve the best version of you. I would write to myself, um, you have the same 24 hours as such and such athlete or whomever else. And I would go to the bed or look at my bed and look at all these notes I would write to myself and I would leave them there. And I didn't do, I had to do one thing before I go to bed that was attached to a note that triggered in me. In this season, I found myself doing the same thing. And it's different now because I was single then. Now I have a family. I have two beautiful kids and a wife. And what does that look like for me to be able to do that in the season where I'm going to my mirror with a dry erase marker? I say invest into those. Invest in that. Get your dry erase marker and write on your mirror in the bathroom, whether it be in like the corner somewhere, just to articulate where you're wanting to be. So this is that once more that bigger picture I was talking about um, last month. To see in the bigger picture, it starts with these little moments like now, where you think that your your big mountain is a small rock. You're so close to it, it's a rock. Well, you get back, it's a mountain. With that, how are you going to climb this mountain now once you step back, take a breather, figure out who you are, what you want to do, and then execute it and, and climb this thing out. So I will write notes every night. And I will write in the corner, like, how bad do you want it? Or um, you can't stay here. Um, let's talk more art. And I will go into these journeys where every so often that I think of it, I'll put it on this mirror and I'll write it out. So I have no other choice. I got to get up. I got to brush my teeth. I got to get up in the morning. I got to see this because I already have these habits in place to knock out things. So this is going to be a part of my rhythm. So it's okay to give yourself a new rhythm. Like, why not? Like you got nothing but time right now. Some of us have been stuck in the house and why not plot for the future? Um, hopefully and I prayerfully that will, some things will change where, in this pandemic, we'll finally be able to go out and do what we need to do and 
do it to the best of our ability. And what does that look like after we're out and free? Will you look back and say, I'm the same or what have you accomplished in the meanwhile? I'm curious. You don't have to answer that, but please answer that for yourself. So in this, I can honestly say that the notes that I write to myself, it, sh- it shows reflection of my, my love for myself, but also my habits that I'm creating and what can I do to actually reach a bigger picture. So fast forwarding now, I'm finding these new elements about myself and I'm trying them. And it's like, what does it look like to fail? What does it look like to not connect the dots the first time? Do we give up on ourselves? Do we engage in what we could do and say, hey, it's, it's cool. Do we brush it off? Or do we use it as fuel to figure out like, man, it's got to be a way. And how about this? If someone else could do it, why can't I do it? Why don't I deserve that? And so with art, I've taken the time to be able to paint every day. I'm like, if I got all this time, and thankfully, you know, the amount of income to come in with the art, hone in on your gifts. So my habits have been painting every day. I get up in the morning, I'm sketching. Uh, before I go to bed, I sketch. Um, during the day, I'm thinking about new witty ideas and concepts and thoughts and how to actually do it. And then learning how to organize too. So once more, that goes back to the rhythm. You got all these new things, new talents and new failures and falling forward and trying new things, but make sure that you see it clear enough that's saying, okay, I got to declutter this thing now. I want to do great things. I can do great things. I could be great things, but what does it look like to organize these things? So taking the time to be patient enough to be real with yourself and say like, hey, I don't got it all together. But also too, could we get with somebody that we know and said, hey, I trust you to figure out, or could we figure out together where, what does this look like for me to to actually wake up in the morning? What are my routines in the morning? What is my time being idle to? Am I watching TV all the time? Am I on Instagram all the time? Am I on Facebook all the time? I'm glad you are tonight though. But what are these things that look like that's in our daily routine, that's habits, but for us to actually do what we're called to do in our purpose. So now that I've been writing these things and I'm I'm recognizing what my strengths are, what my weaknesses are, it's not over because I'm still trying to figure out the rhythm of that and what it looks like to acknowledge it and execute it. Now, I'm a full-time artist. I'm connecting with people here and around the world. What does it look like to communicate with them? What does it look like to reach out to them? What does it look like to actually have a grassroots mentality where I'm actually checking on people? And I'm talking more so even to, to people that are in you know customer service and that's in, and, and in business and entrepreneurship. What does it look like for you to actually reach out to your clientele? Who is your clientele? Who is your, your audience? Who is your demographics? And being able to actually fully engage with them to your highest potential. So I learned ways to engage with people from, guess what? Every other rhythm and habit I learned from my corporate job, I have spilled into my art job. And so the habits have been rewarding. I'm thankful for them. So what does it look like for your success, your potential, your purpose? Are you in your own way? Are you um, have new habits that you're trying to try? Um, have you wrote them down? Have you executed one? Are you in the failing stage right now? Or are you um, going to get up again? Um, do you need help with your habits? And will you execute them? I think a lot of people, we, we, we think on our, our habits and what we can do, but we never explore the possibilities of actually doing. It is still 2020. I encourage you, out of all the stuff that we have collectively been through, 
what are you going to do differently that you have not tried before that you keep thinking and you keep putting it off? You want to try it. You're, you're eager to try it. You see yourself doing it in your mind, but you have not actually executed it. What steps are you going to take after listening to my words tonight to actually put it to action and do? I can honestly say that it's beneficial and it's a better you on the other side. It's a better or newer you around the corner that's been talked to me. And I'm asking yourself, I'm asking you, could you take the time to invest in you? Of course, this is about art too, because like I said, my art and having a stick with paint on it can help someone's success in another area. Hold on for one second. I'm being a dad as well too. Hey, baby. Hey, could you? Yes, you can. But hold on one second. Wait for daddy to come in there and I'll be right there. Okay. All right. See you soon. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> so once more, hey, I'm a father as well, too. So that's part of it. And it's cool because, man, we get to see the real people behind the scenes as well, too. We get to see people in their in their homes. And I know, I know I've been a part of Zoom meetings and, you know, everyone's so stuffy and corporate and, and, and vice versa. And we're using big, big articulate words and we're not being ourselves. And I want you to be the best version of you. Um, I think it's fair to you. It's to, to see you in your best version of you and being who you are. I know it has a time and a place for it, but also too, hey, we have lives. I have family and I enjoy them. And that's a part of my rhythm. Um, so all this to say, 2020 has presented you on a platter. What are you going to be as a person? What are you going to do with the stuff that's been given to you? Um, it may be pressure, but could potentially make diamonds. So every thought that you want to do, that you want to try, that you want to attack, try to do it. Conversation I had with my wife last night, actually, where I want to try some new things with my art. I want to add some new rhythm, rhythms into my art. And I'm like, what does that look like? I'm trying to take them all in. I'm like, oh, I should do this. I could do this. I can reach out to this person. I can do this. And I'm going to actually buy all this equipment and do it myself. And she said, wait a minute. <laughs> I love your ambition. I love everything that you're thinking about that you that you want to touch, you want to dream. And I was like, well, there's nothing wrong with trying it. I just, you know, because I can see better. I can, I can do better. She says to me, she's like, you don't have to do everything, though. I was like, but I do, though. But at the same token, though, too, I don't. And so these are the times where a part of your rhythm is going to take more than just you. So a part of your bigger picture Someone else's purpose is tied to your success. So once again, someone else's purpose is tied to your success. And with that, I am on the hunt now for some new things and some new elements and some new habits and some new rhythms that I want to tie into what I'm doing as an artist to project this thing to make it even bigger. I've only scratched the surface in 2020 as far as my rhythms and habits as a full-time artist. But now I'm learning more and more that I cannot do it in my own strength. I cannot do it myself. I'm just going to take the help of God, but also it's going to take the help of my community. So in 2021, I can't wait to share and unpack with some things I got coming up. But guess what? I'm almost positive I'm going to need you. I'm going to need your, your insight, your understanding, your, your rhyme or reason, your habits, your um, brutal honesty, your constructive criticism, your love. And guess what? Unfortunately, we have to do it from afar right now so I can actually hug you. <laughs> but what can we do now to propel each other to the future? If you could, I challenge you tonight. 
or whenever you hear this, call someone or reach out to someone that you have thought about this week and talk to them, tell them, text them, whatever it takes to tell them about the gifts that they have and how much it you helped you out or it means to you. Because what you're doing is you're igniting, you're re- re- reintroducing new habits that they have, new rhythms, and just acknowledging that the fact that they have these new rhythms and new habits that you never know how long it took for them to get to the, where they are. And I'm challenging you just to reach out to them. I mean, like, you ain't got enough time right now. You ain't going over really, unless you like got to go to the grocery store and come back. <laughs> but what can you do now to set someone else's rhythm to be stronger, in order, passionate, and a good sound, you know? I think we deserve that for each other. We all deserve that for each other. Um, so, yeah, I think that's what I think in a nutshell for tonight. Just finding your rhythm. You know, Theo, I, I just want to do this one time just because I'm feeling it real quick. Just just vibe with me real quick, all right? Okay. Here we go. Okay. Cool. I just felt like <laughs> we need to do cadence in there one time. <laughs> This is the Morehouse College Funk Squad drum cadence. They can raise it down for us sometimes. And as they are uh, preparing the drum to, to play for us, you said that rhythm requires preparation. It requires passion. It requires patience. And it ultimately leads us to purpose. My one takeaway for tonight, bro, is when you said someone else's purpose is a part of your success. Oh, let's listen to him real quick. your rhythm. So yeah, with us talking about finding your rhythm, man, I couldn't help. I need I needed to play a cadence, man. I needed to play a cadence. And uh just you know letting you know that uh if you are like me, uh we tend to march to the beat of a different drum. And uh I think in, in finding your rhythm is about being comfortable with that. Uh, because what you hear and hear and what you hear and hear, it may sound and look very different than what you are seeing out there. Uh, and so I would say uh, you shouldn't try to march to the beat of someone else's drum. And for those who are called uh, to 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 listen, for those that are called to partner with you, uh, just like the bass drum was playing uh, something different and the snare drum was doing something different and the cymbals were doing something different, but it all coalesced, it came together. And it made a beautiful sound. And so the greater the sound and partner, when you partner with someone, they don't have to be playing the same cadence as you, but they have to have the same rhythm, though. So they don't have to be playing the same cadence, but they have to have the same rhythm. I want to do something tonight, Theo, if it's all right with you, man. I want to get vulnerable in this space. Uh, I have never I have never shared any of my uh, my poetry uh, with the world really at all. 
and so tonight, man, I have a poem called Artistry that I wrote uh, years ago. Uh, and I thought it would be befitting. We're talking about arts and culture. I wrote this poem for my wife, uh, but it has a lot to do with um, reflecting the love of God. So listen, here it goes. First time on the drawing board. Uh, be careful because I'm sensitive about my stuff. All right. <laughs> it's good. Stuff. Here we go. <laughs> All right. It's called, it's called artistry. Okay. Artistry. We fell in love over silence, warm embrace and the gaze of forever. Love, that is. Tender strength, warm laughter, and stone-cold commitment. Brighter than a field of lilies and deeper than the roots of oak trees. Love, that is. Indescribably divine. I just believe in you. Love, that is. Simple like middle C chords, yet complex as symphonic melodies. I listen to the heart of your speech, to the intent of your eyes. I listen to love, that is. Tender lips against my face convey the colors of your emotions, the trust, the fear, the security, the uncertainty, the faith in love, that is. Who knew that fight could be so quietly immovable? Who knew that tearful moments would become pillars of fortitude? Who knew? that dreams would become reality and dreams again. Who questions curiosities and answers with assurance? Love, that is. More than intelligence or radiant physicality designed to make my imagination wonder, the milk and honey mosaic of your skin tone is the sun's envy. Holding captive a smile that lights the darkest sky, you allow me to choose you? became available and vulnerable to me, love that is, enjoying this moment, enjoying this movement, gentle, supple, rhythmic, beautiful, the artistry of God's unconditional love, you, love that is, wow. that's it, yeah, so oh, that is, uh, yes sir, that's called artistry, yes. uh, I have never yes. uh, shared that with the world, uh, but to the world, you know, I write, I enjoy writing books. I enjoy inspiring and motivating. Uh, but my creative, I always uh, find ways to express myself uh, in poetry. So, hey, listen, uh, if you are a poet out there, I, I have a challenge to the poets out there, spoken word artists. Theo, you know, uh, the drawing board 2021 is coming up and I we get a chance to hear from your bride this year with the message yes. of enough. Yes. With the message of enough. And uh, here's my challenge to spoken word artists out there. I'm looking for somebody dope. Uh, I'm not at age limit. I, I don't care about the age. It could be someone in high school, someone in middle school, uh, you know, an adult. I'm looking for someone to write a poem entitled The Drawing Board. And I want you to submit it to info at thedrawingboardnation.com. We're going to do a, a poem challenge. We're going to put it out there. Or if you want to shoot a video with yourself reciting it, uh, whoever is selected, you will be featured at the Drawing Board Experience 2021, which is June 5th, 2021. I want to hear from you. And listen, so yeah, Theo, I just I got out there real quick on the poetry. Hey, I'm, tip. I'm glad you I'm glad you took that step, man. Cause and that's something, man. Being creative, man, it doesn't have to necessarily be like, you know, with me putting stuff on canvas, man. 
whatever your lane is, it's, it's a part of creativity. It could be you leading a, a multiple of people. It could be anything from you being in the classroom setting, whatever that looks like for you as far as being creative, try it. Like, this is beautiful for that fact that you stepped up on your platform to do this for the first time. Yes, sir. Well, much That's love, good. respect, respect, man. Listen, I, I, uh, and I just, you know, as we're talking about rhythm, um, is that one of the biggest things that I've learned is I don't have to do everything at once because right. like you named, like I am, uh, you know, I'm in the classroom. I'm, I'm helping to lead a people. I'm, you know, I have a podcast and I write books and I write poetry and I do uh, a myriad of things, but you don't have to do all of those things at once. It's how I was listening to what you were saying, and I, it felt like my wife and I were having the same conversation. <laughs> and, you and, your wife were having. and so, man, I hit this creative space, and when I hit that creative space, man, I can be up for like days. Um, yeah. And I mean, yeah, and so because I and I'm not tired and I'm not drained, like I'm just fueled by this vision, and I'm just working to materialize what I see in my spirit. And so, um, uh, she was telling me, I said, "Yeah, babe, I, I'm actually thinking about." Uh, I was talking about like videography and photography for uh, this course that I'm creating. I'm creating the drawing board course, which will translate into the drawing board coaching program. And so I was like, yeah, babe, I need the, here's what I see in my spirit. I want to do this. I'm going to go ahead and get the equipment. Um, and then I'm going to research on how to do that. And she was like, mm-hmm. are you, she asked me, she said, are you going to like do this for other people and like charge people so that, it come. I said no. I'm just. I'm doing it for myself. She's like. <laughs> she's like. I'm sure that somebody else is an expert at that already. She's yes. like. So why don't you just? She's like. Why don't you just go ahead and partner with them, uh, and allow them to do that for you? And here, here's the real honest truth: is like it boils down to me trusting someone else with my product, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, okay, uh, will they capture it the way that I see it? Or will they, or watch this, or here's the other potential, or will their expertise take me into another realm that I haven't even envisioned because that's what they're going to do, right? right. And so uh, a part of that rhythm for me when I was listening, what really provoked me was I have to be able to trust that, you know, when we're doing business or we're doing things, I trust the God in you. We come on here yeah. totally unscripted. Uh, when yeah. you painted the picture on stage, you're like, what? I say, hey, man, hey, it's on you, you know? Uh, yep. <laughs> and, and in, this, in this next phase, it's about connecting with people whom I can trust the gift that God placed in them. Because whether whether you're actively serving God or whether you're still seeking and you're on the path of discovery, the gift that you have, it came from God. And so right. when you can't when you're looking about trusting people, one thing you can rely on people in is their giftedness. And that's guess what? That's their rhythm. That's their rhythm. That's the rhythm, Theo. Now, here's here's where they can perfect that rhythm is through those habits you were talking about. Yes. And that, yes, sir. And those habits will lead to a character, and that character to, will ultimately lead to a destination, a destiny, right? So I, I was just thinking, man, I'm like, okay, uh 2021 is on the on the brink. Uh, we're getting ready to enter it. And I was telling my wife, man, I said, uh, all of the success that I've had. Um, up to this point, man, has been amazing. Like, praise God. You know what I mean? Um, and all of the challenges that have come that have equipped me, all of the failures and all of those things, you know, I, I, that poem says failure is success turned inside out. So, like, failure is not 
a bad word in, in my line of work and what we do because I just find a million other ways, as the quote says, uh, to succeed. And so now I'm like, I feel like Paul, man. I'm like, I need to, I'm forgetting those things that are behind me, right? Because uh, sometimes in moments of failure, what will happen is pride can creep in and you'll get, you'll get reminded of all of your success, which tries to soften the blow of the lesson that you're supposed to be learning in that moment. Like, yep. oh yeah, you know, oh yeah, I, I didn't do well at this, but I'm super dope. You know what I mean? No, like, no, mm-hmm. that, you need to tighten up, you know? You need to get yep. that together. You need to realign. You need to refocus. You need to get back on uh, the things that you said that you would be committed to doing. And so, like, for me, man, it is literally like a blank canvas. And I'm, I'm trusting mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit to lead me on what I will create next. And that's why I took that, I really took that step of faith tonight uh, to share with somebody else that, Whatever you have been holding on to, I've had this poem now probably for about six, seven years, but I've never expressed it to the world. And so sometimes your next level is really just giving voice and expression to what you've already created. Yep. Finding that rhythm. Finding that rhythm. You know what I think about Theo? Have you ever been to a party, man, and there's a person on the floor and the music is playing and they just look as offbeat as, you know, they just look offbeat. But yeah. when you oh, yeah. out there, they are smiling. They are enjoying themselves. They are having fun because they might be. That, <laughs> they, they, they might be. They might be. You know, I'm telling you that, that uh, you know, some of those uh, spirits might have them a little, you know, yes. lit. But in that moment for them, um, especially because uh, you, you, um, I like the little quotes that you made, man. Uh, not and not minimizing, so not little quotes. I like the quotes that you made uh, when you said, "Moments like now." I, I, in my mind, you know, I think in pictures. So when you said moments like now, I saw a mom uh, sitting after a long day uh, after she's cooked dinner and like yeah. the dishes are piled up. Uh, then I also thought about like a, a athlete taking the shot or the jump and like finally succeeding. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought about, um, you know, somebody signing on the dotted line, uh, getting their first home, like a moment like now, like right. What, what you you may not have the next moment, but you have the now moment. And so right. I got a question to you all after listening to Theo, after hearing about finding your rhythm uh, needing to be. Uh, you know, the preparation of it, uh, me- making sure that, you know, you get beyond the frustration that you're organizing, that you're networking, that you're building habits and routines, uh, that you're challenging yourself to grow beyond your current space, that you're being patient with your own development and that you all, watch this, you're doing it from a place of purpose. Effort begins to gain meaning when you're doing it from a place of purpose. So, yeah, man. Hey, listen, what you shared tonight, bro, it, it, listen, it gives us something to chew on. It gives us something to, you know, uh, digest between now and next month. Um, but like, I'm just encouraging you all take the leap, like do it. What What is the worst thing that can happen? You can learn something. So maybe somebody heard the poem and they're like, oh, man, that poem was horrible. And somebody else heard the poem and like, I'm going to play that back and try to say that to my wife tonight. You know? <laughs> And and so, <laughs> yes, sir. So, so regardless to what it is, uh, rejection is only one person's opinion and acceptance is only another person's opinion. 
But what you have to live with is your own perspective. What you have to live with is your own gifts. What you have to learn to master, uh, Theo, is your own rhythm. So, man, we have uh, closing words, brother. Closing words is um, experience is the best currency. That's been my motto all week. So I would say habits um, and rhythm is your your new currency. And everything that you you do, um, starting today, starting now, will echo in time. And what that will allow you to do is unlock new things in time, just based off of what you did right now. Yes, sir. So listen, I want you all, you saw the shirt, Theo, hold it up for him one more time. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, Yes, sir. Go to the drawingboardnation.com backslash shop. Get yours today. You better get it while it's hot. So um, as we close out, I want you to comment below. Like, What are you committed to doing in this now moment to find your new rhythm? What are you committed to doing in this now moment to find your new rhythm? Because experience is Theo? currency. Currency. Oh, I was waiting. I know it. Yeah, no, it was all good. It was all good. So uh, remember, experience is currency. So remember, your future is not behind you. It is not before you. It is within you. I'm Andre Ebron with my brother Theo, better known as Fresh Laundry. Check out some of the dope stuff he's doing on Instagram. Check out his website. I just ordered the second print of uh, Optimistic. Yeah, last week uh, or last time you were on, we gave it away to a young man who attends my church. And my son was like, yo, dad, I need mine for my room. And so I made sure that I went out immediately. And I got one for his room. And so uh, optimistic, optimistic, I want to see that in all schools. If you are committed to placing culturally relevant things before children to inspire, motivate, and help them transform, you need optimistic at your school. It should be in every library. It should be in every principal's office. It should be in every office, a main office. That picture, it will provoke us to thought to know that we can be optimistic about our young people's futures. All right, well, listen, I can go on and on, but with two minutes left, the last thing I have to say is peace.